You guys still making your your mama jokes? Hey, dude, don't talk about my mother like that. Yeah, <laughs> what's wrong with you? <laughs> what's bro? wrong with you? Come on, that's someone's mom. I, what? <sighs> Disgusting, Sam. Oh, no, jeez. Come on, man. <laughs> wow. No respect. Straight up attacking me no already. Respect. I never. <laughs> no respect. Jeez. I think everyone listening knows I never said anything. <laughs> so. He did. He's so disgusting. It started with your mama, so they know it's you who said Well, it. I could say your mama is beautiful, but you wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> then say it. <laughs> say it. Okay, please, why wouldn't I say someone's I mean, everyone's mom is beautiful. In, in uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to be mean, <laughs> Wow. See, now who's being rude? Hey, That's I'm a rude honest, person. Man. It's just honesty. It's like the way not all babies are beautiful. That's true. <laughs> it would be unfair to the beautiful ones. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you see, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, look, have you ever seen someone's baby like you're holding it and you look at the baby like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe not that bad. Yeah, I I don't think so either. Let's, guys, no, I was like, I've seen some ugly babies. Oh my god, can you stop? <laughs> like, no, look. she's looking at it like, well, I'd need another month in the oven. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the truth though. But the thing is, like, I don't tell the parents that the baby's ugly. Mm. I'm just like, oh, that's so small. But listen, well, unless okay. they listen to this podcast now and they're like, oh, maybe he's talking about my baby. I oh mean, yeah, see how many people's babies have you? <laughs> Have you carried recently? <laughs> okay, this was not recent. This was back in Africa. Uchi's out here carrying babies in Africa. <laughs> Dude, I'm the I'm the like, savior of Africa. Can, like, can like I are you for office? Can or I hold you your baby? <laughs> I'm not walking around being like, can I hold your baby? Be serious. <laughs> that would be so know. weird though. They pretty much need to be forced upon him. <laughs> <laughs> it's like here, hold my child. Wait, what? No, I no, don't. <laughs> well, you can't drop a child. Oops, so exactly, you can't drop the child. Uh, so yeah. it's just like putting my hand. I'm like, okay, just and I'm like, drop, kick it. Just be like, yeet. <laughs> <laughs> like the football goal. Like, all right, bye. Oh my god, <laughs> I did you a favor. No, we do not. We do not condone domestic violence. That's not a thing we do. It's not domestic violence. It's just beating the child. It, it's just what? dropping babies. That's it's all. Oh. <laughs> like come on, bro. Oh my god. Do you I not can't. see my stairs from today? And I really wrote that this song slaps harder than my mama. Oh. oh. Yeah, I mean, that's another thing too, right? There's something about slaps that just, like, make <laughs> everything slap? so much worse. <laughs> like, I... <laughs> I didn't mean, like... What like is it? I, I feel like... Uh? I feel like... No. To, <laughs> I don't know. You've never been bitch slapped? No. Like, imagine... Oh, good. <laughs> imagine... <laughs> He's too quick. <laughs> imagine randomly being punched on the street and randomly being slapped. Which one would anger you more? I feel like a slap because a slap feels more disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> but what type of slap? Is this a bitch slap? Or a normal slap? No, but think about it. Any slap is just the person telling you, you're not worth me breaking my knuckles, so I'm just going to slap <laughs> Yeah, this guy reminds me of a reason. Yeah, but if you get punched, oh, God, your head is spinning okay. too much to be pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> like they lick the back of the head like the boom. <laughs> like who licks their hand before they slap you, though? <laughs> That's very rude. Okay. Exactly. Oh, um, this reminds me of a story that happened when I was still in high school. Okay. I used to know this girl. Well, I shouldn't say I used to. I know this girl, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's implying like she died. No, she's, so if she's this, still alive. So if this girl's listening, say some names, okay, say some names, you're yeah. dead to Uchi right now. 
I mean, I, she's probably like still pissed at me after what I did when I was in Africa. So tell us, tell <laughs> us. What man. do you? Why? Why do you always do weird things in Africa? <laughs> 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 because, <laughs> because I'm in Canada most of the time, so I can get away with a lot of things. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, <hey>, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I should have said it like that. It sounds so bad. Burning bridges left, right, and center <laughs> over oh. here. Yeah, pretty much. Probably had some illegitimate babies back. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out here just like not claiming it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who he's, knows? He's Maybe those ugly babies were mine. <laughs> Is you my baby daddy? <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> anyway, so back to the story. Yes, yes back to continue. the story. I don't know why. I think she was like bored or something. So she was like, hey, can I slap you? No. Okay. 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 I'll give you candy. My dumbass is like, sure. <laughs> you took candy for a slap. Okay. I okay. took candy for a slap. Okay. Not realizing how hard she could slap. Like, I was in pain. Like, her <laughs> hand was up, then down. Then I heard ringing in my ear. <laughs> and my face just went red. I was in so much pain. <laughs> One question, though. Yes. Was the candy worth it? No. Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't worth it. Yeah, to think. Wasn't about it. What, 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 what color? <laughs> what color was the candy? Even, dude, this was like almost eight or like nine years ago. It's really hard for me to and remember. That day, it. Right. discovered he had a kink. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "What's, is, the what's this is, between my was legs?" This, was this candy like how shiny was this candy? You know, like what? Oh, it wasn't just like yeah. one piece of candy. Come on, oh, it was like yodic. multiple pieces. Yeah, it was like a bag of candy. Oh, a bag. Oh, yeah. okay. Secure. Well, like, bag, but like, man. if you could like kind of the bag, compress all of them together, they could look like uncut gems. <sighs> Why do you keep you on doing you this, know. man? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how you managed to make that work. <laughs> How did you compress a bag of candy with did multiple the colors? I wanted you in silence over there. I was like, man, all right, all right. Listen, candy, candy. okay. <laughs> take a bag of Skittles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And let them all melt together. They could look like uncut gems. Oh, my gosh. And on this week's <laughs> episode. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's start the show. Welcome to Northern Critic. I'm your co-host, Sam Shinobi. Uti Sinwaka. Michael Novakshinov. And we do have a guest here, but we need to, like, give drum rolls or something, you know? Lil Kato, <laughs> a.k.a. Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Lil Kato. So we have two Michaels in the studio for a change. And two mics. <laughs> Not wow. sure to cause <laughs> We actually have four mics. <laughs> yeah, we still have these puns. <laughs> <laughs> That's so bad. We have four mics, not two mics. <laughs> we have two real mics. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> For context, two Michaels are holding shitty microphones. Well, these two elites Actually, over yeah, here true. have nice boom mics. So I like how they just segregated the Michaels. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's some discrimination <laughs> going on over yeah. here. Come on, some discrimination. Discrimination coming from the only white man in the booth. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Spicy take. Okay, guys, we are we are not a political podcast. We can make it what? <laughs> 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 All right. 
Northern Critic is a film review podcast which looks at popular audience host handpicked films based on plot, cinematography, casting, and style. All of the review points are solely based off of our opinions as your hosts and our guests on the show, like uh, Lil Cotto over here. What's up, what's up? What's up? <laughs> so today we will be reviewing the amazing, wonderful, maybe at times jarring, bad, I don't know, depending on what we give it. We are reviewing. <laughs> Everyone's so quiet. We're re- doing such a long extra intro. Okay. Like, come on. Okay, You know what? We're reviewing <laughs> Uncut Gems. Okay? We're reviewing Uncut Gems. You gotta get punched like he did in this movie. If you're not careful. <laughs> hey, come on, okay? Um, <laughs> come on, come <laughs> on, KG. <laughs> <laughs> Uncut Gems oh, is a um, Safdie's brother directed movie. Safdie's brothers, I guess. The both Josh and Benny. I think that's what. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, the Safdie brothers. They directed this movie. Um, they apparently sent the script to Adam Sandler a couple of years ago when there were still relatively new directors. Um, and he said no. And then they just sent it to him again earlier last year, and then he said yes. Okay. Yeah. Mm. So why did he change his mind then? Because uh, in the beginning, they weren't really established yeah. directors. Yeah. They were really young. I think they were like 20 or give, 19 at that time. Give him a chance, Adam. Give him a chance. Well, I mean, now, on, he, Adam. <laughs> now he's probably grateful he yeah. did give them a chance, right? Um, so I mean, it kind of makes sense, though. This movie is very out there mm-hmm. it is yeah it is 92 percent on rotten tomatoes right now too mm. yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> i'm the eight percent uncut gems was released december 25th <coughs> uh of 2019 and uh i think <coughs> up until well since then anyways it sold 7.8 million tickets in select theaters that netflix kind of bought out um for which the movies just made a revenue in total of about $37 million since December 20, the 25th from ticket sales alone. Yeah. So it's made a ton of money. Mm-hmm. Quite yeah. surprising. And it certainly wasn't like a high budget movie either. So those are pretty good numbers for oh, a yeah. movie like this, right? The cost of production was less than $20 million. So I think it was like <coughs> roughly around 14, maybe okay. 18 million. 18 million? Yeah, there we yeah. go. Ah, close enough. I was only off by 4 million. Yeah. It's not a lot of money, right? Well, I not mean, for, not yeah. for the movie industry <laughs> when you have so many people involved. Oh, yeah, definitely. For them, no. no. <laughs> if someone wants to give me $4 million, thank you. It's not. It's not my much. bank account is. The 300 million they spent on Justice League just to lose money or something. Wait, 300 million? On Justice was, League? I thought it was something really stupid what? and big. Really? Goddamn. Oh, yeah, because Justice League also had a bunch of reshoots as well. Exactly. Oh, that's probably why. All that money they could have given me. Mm hmm. (laughs) 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 They could have given you. Bastards. Oh, my goodness. SMH. So, Uncut Gems has an actual, well, they have a pretty decent cast. They have Adam Sandler, who plays Howard Ratner, who's the main character. And he is not your typical Adam Sandler in this movie. Definitely not. Thank God. Something something different. No, he's a, he's a, He's a huge fan of KG, you know? KG. Don't KG. Y'all, don't lean on the glass. Hey, don't lean on the glass. KG, let's come here. KG, let's come here. KG, I have to show in, you buzz something. Buzz them in. Buzz them in. Buzz them in. Buzz them in. Let's go. Let's go. Like, you want some water? Some water? KG. So, in case you're stressed, this is how we, I well, this is how I felt the entire movie. So many people talking at the same time. It's it's crazy. 
Um, it also has Kevin Garnett, in case you haven't noticed that by everyone KG. yelling KG. KG! Yeah, NBA champion uh, Kevin Garnett. It has Julia Fox. This was actually her debut. His first movie ever um, on the big screen. And uh, I was really infatuated by her, by the way. It was mm. crazy. She was, uh, she's, cool. she's pretty. Such a pretty lady. This um, is like a running theme in every single movie we wait, do now. Wait, okay, so who's... Hey, no, I've only complimented Yen- so the actress though? who plays Yennefer and Julia Fox. So, so we're two for three. So well, who's Julia, Julia Fox, Floor. Uh, oh. She was his mistress. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. agree. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that ass. Whoa. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, we love her for her brain, okay? <laughs> so, mm. hey, because she got him the money. And she was smart enough to do that thing at the end, too. Well, we'll get to that, I guess. She did a lot of things <laughs> in the end. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. This will um, be interesting. This will be an interesting <laughs> podcast. Uh, we have um, Idina Menzel. Idina Menzel. I don't know how that's pronounced. Uh, she plays uh, Dinah Ratner. Yes, so I, she was his wife. Yes, the interesting thing about Idina Menzel. Mm-hmm. She plays. Um, What's her name? Elsa from Elsa Frozen. Elsa from Frozen, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, oh. she does play Elsa from Frozen. I still haven't seen Frozen. So yeah, you haven't seen Frozen? No. I Disney, love Frozen. <laughs> you've definitely heard the Let It Go song. Okay, Let it okay, go. Yeah, yeah. F- okay, for sure I've heard the song. That's yeah. But I think that's also what put me off watching the movie. Exactly. <laughs> like Same it. person, right? I remember w- seeing like the trailers and everything about Frozen being like, man, this movie's going to be terrible. Right. Yeah. And then I was not like... Like yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. Oh my goodness. Yeah, no, it's crazy. Um, we have Eric Bogzian, Bogosian as Arno. Arno. He wait, is it Arno or Arnold? Arno. Arno. Oh wow. I yeah. thought it's gonna be like Arnold. Like, but you're just saying it weird. The no, whole it's movie. Arno. I think it's supposed to be Italian. Maybe. I don't know. I would think so. Yeah. I mean, he oh, was he was a good actor too. They kind of struck me as like the Italian mobsters. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Really? Because like the whole family is Jewish. Well, no, Arno's except for Arno. Because Arno, Arno Arno's like a bodyguards. They definitely seemed yeah. Italian. Okay. Yeah. Plus, it's New York. Everyone's mixing, so mm. makes sense. Um, and then we have Lakeith Stanfield as uh, Damani. Yeah. So he Lakeith, was pretty man. good. Yeah. I'll yeah. be liking everything he's in, honestly. Yeah. I Lakeith, like that guy. Lakeith, Lakeith Stanfield might be my new favorite actor. Like he's so good. Yeah. You know. Black people power. Like this upcoming mm-hmm. podcast, I'm going to talk a lot of shit about this movie, yeah, but okay. I'm not going to criticize the acting. No. The acting <laughs> was really good. Yeah, yeah, so yeah that's true. definitely. And then we also had <laughs> a brief guest appearance from The Weeknd. You should <laughs> no, give him his full name because he was billed as, uh, what's his actual name again? I don't know. His <laughs> what's his name again? <laughs> Abel <laughs> something. Abel something as yeah. The Weeknd. And mm-hmm. I was like, you just said The Weeknd. Yeah, it starts with a T, I think, or so. His name is Abel? Yeah. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it also has The weekend. As said, it was directed by the Safdie brothers as well, which is kind of cool. Hmm. Um, Let's sing it. According to the New York Times, Uncut Gems, so, well, we talked about that. They sold about 7.8 million tickets. Uh, I'm just hitting myself on repeat now. Um, yeah. So the premise of this movie is basically um, a charismatic jeweler makes high stakes bets that could lead to the w- the uh, windfall of a lifetime for him uh, in a precarious high wire act. So he becomes kind of invested in gambling a lot, and that kind of puts his family, his business, 
his identity at some point at at risk as well just because he's pursuing that ultimate win and i think adam sandler did that really well but yeah yeah adam sandler like really really did well in this movie Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like first of all i guess we have to address it made me hate the character you hated him i had no sympathy for that character whatsoever (laughs) and i think that was part of my problem with the movie honestly i think that's what the then then that's that's supposed to be a good thing yeah that's that's kind of the thing that's a really good thing yeah Yeah. you hate him yeah because like from the very beginning of the movie he's not really likable swindler he's a scumbag and it's just like when is this guy gonna get his due (laughs) <laughs> yeah, Listen, when you're rooting for the collectors, you know something's wrong. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Where's my money? Yeah, yeah, give him the money, guy. Don't. Just don't. Yeah, well, like, cause I think the way the movie starts out, too, like, there, I think uh, after the whole um, scene where the Ethiopian mine workers steal, uh, well, they don't steal it. They just basically take the gem and ship it to him. Um, it starts out with, like, him in his, like, business office or whatever. And then the uh, Arno's men come into the room, and then he just it, the movie starts straight up with one of them slapping him. <laughs> and <then laughs> just that's the theme yeah, of the movie. Yeah, yeah like and that's why you know, yeah. you know, yeah, you done fucked up. But <laughs> but <laughs> so um, that all of that starts. There's multiple people talking at the same time, and I found that that was really good directing, from my opinion, because from cities that are populated like that, like New York, um, L.A., even like some, especially like during uh, in the I guess marketing exchange districts or whatever that atmosphere of like multiple merchants or multiple people just talking at the same time over each other and it just it's like chaos right and then no one can hear anyone else but people are making deals and that's how you get people swindling you because someone can sell you something that costs like 20 bucks for like 50 bucks because <laughs> but i mean it makes <laughs> sense, so much right? pressure yeah. like the theme in the movie is kind of chaos right mm-hmm. so yeah just all that hubbub always happening makes you feel like oh okay like anything could happen at any point right so mm-hmm. yeah yeah no so it's pretty cool mm-hmm. uh the movie has 16 nominations at least actually um so it has the independent spirit award for best male lead it has the gotham independent film award for breakthrough actor which is julia fox um it uh, uh, was nominated for the national society of film critics award for best actor again so that's also adam sandler Critics' Choice Movie Award for Best Director and Critics' Choice Movie Award for Best Picture. Uh, those are like the main ones, but overall they're about 16, between 16 and 20-something, mm. I think. But yeah. I'm surprised a lot of people like that movie so much. Like, I like I can, I recognize it as a good movie, but right. it never struck me as something that would garner awards like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was very interesting. interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, the movie, however, had one really, really bad review on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't know if it's classified as bad, but there was basically a critic who uh, complained about the movie um, really revving up his like blood pressure, and he does not recommend <laughs> it for people who <laughs> are prone to high blood pressure. That's why he hated it, actually. So sorry, I think he wait, said wait. he almost walked out because so you know his, his blood it was pressure. Because it was too action packed. It was too stressful. Just, for him? It was too stressful yeah. for him, and he didn't like the fact that it was a stressful movie to watch. What was he expecting, though? Yeah. Like <laughs> we all saw the trailers. What? So does he not watch sports? Like, uh, probably not <laughs> yeah i guess i was <laughs> like how do you go into this movie uh, we've all seen the trailers right it was going to be stressful the whole time it's about a person with a gambling problem yeah. being chased down mm-hmm. and be like oh it's gonna be a peaceful time throughout yeah. this movie i think the theme that really stressed people out the most is m- multiple times in this movie 
he had the money to pay the, those people back. Yeah. But he just kept on <laughs> investing it in more, ba- <laughs> more, more bets. Bad in more bets. Yeah. yeah. He got the money and then he went and gambled it away. Yeah. Like, I think that's kind I think of his that's, that's the exact moment that I kind of checked out of being invested in the character. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't stressed in the movie anymore. Because <laughs> he's just Because I was like, oh, wait, this guy's a fool. <laughs> I, I, I actually dislike this character and I'm waiting for him to get got. So yeah. I just... I, I did like, like all the stress just kind of went away. Yeah. And I think that honestly took me out of the movie a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think the movie would have, well, personal opinion. If they yeah, had I mean, made we're just jumping into some, initial thoughts now. Yeah, so. If they'd made some efforts to make the character a little bit less of a scumbag or mm-hmm. a little more sympathetic, I, I feel like it would have been better? better off. Right. But he just has so many strikes against him that when I was watching the movie, I, I kind of got bored. Yeah. That's even I, with. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I think, like, for me. Like the movie, like him as a character, there could have been like two versions of this movie, right? Mm-hmm. There could have been him starting off and showing like, oh, he's clever, he can do this, he can do this. He has some bad luck, but it works out, right? And then we got this version, where it's pretty much him at the end, where he's rolled his luck way too many times. It's finally come back and well, bit him in I, the ass. I don't know if I necessarily would agree with that because he was. The the first big bet he makes, right? Mm. He does win, but Arno <laughs> pulls yes, the bet. No, but then here's the thing: he made the bet <laughs> with someone else's money, though. Yeah, so that yeah, was him yeah. riding his luck yeah. again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He could have used that money, paid it off. Instead, he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna go bet right. again." Right, and he won. Right, which was mm. luck, right? Yes, I guess so. That's, but that's then Arno pulls the the bet, right? So mm-hmm. his luck has run out. Yeah. He should have known better. Let's <laughs> so I mean let's talk about uh, this scene where basically you have um, you have all of them in you know in Howard's office and Lakeith Damani comes in with Kevin Garnett um, and I think the first issue what was the first issue again that well yeah he gets slapped right and you know everyone else is like okay well that just happened um and then julia fox shows up because that's when she starts flirting with kevin garnett <laughs> kevin garnett yeah. saying he didn't have a girlfriend and he's like who told you that you know <laughs> and then, mm. um and then eventually uh you know howard goes back into his office and then he gets something delivered to him which is like a frozen frozen fish and he cuts the fish open and then he brings out the uncut gems that he smuggled out of ethiopia uh yeah uh, did you have something to say about that about what? About the fish? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very nice fish, right? No, it's, okay. it's a huge okay. fish. No, but like one thing I will say is I don't understand how um, Adam Sandler's character is it's called who again? Howie. Howard, Howie. yeah. yeah Howard so I, I don't understand how Howard was so surprised that that guy who is selling fake watches to all these people <laughs> was going to screw him over in the end. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. Like yeah. But also, yeah, here's the, the type of people you're interacting <laughs> with. The funniest part of this, too, is that all of those watches were fake watches. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's because... And then he gave one of those fake watches <laughs> yeah. to someone. And, yeah. <laughs> and he was wearing those fake watches the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Here, take this watch. It's doing thousand. Yeah. Like, it's, like, it's like $50 worth of metal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think oh the thing goodness. is that bo- both Howie and what was the Keith's character? Damani. Damani. Both Howie mm-hmm. and Damani are like cut from the same cloth. Basically, right. Yeah. So they're both like sleazy people, right? Right. But like one of them is just. One of them is next level. Yeah. So like maybe that's why Howie didn't see it coming. 
Yeah, but also like I would say Damani never really kind of screwed him over to the point where like it was like bad bad because like yeah he did delay the whole like the gems getting back to Howard but he still delivered in bringing it back like Kevin Garnett brought the, the dime like the uh, gems back either way wasn't right? Opal I think was it, it was Opals yeah Opals yeah so he brought the Opals back and like like he and then he opens you know the the safe and then finds that out of like I don't know almost like 30 watches only like 3 watches are left and he <laughs> gets pissed off okay, yeah and also okay like if okay cause cause Harry was saying the opals were worth what like a million or more yeah, or more than that yeah right? over like a million yeah, yeah. Dude, like, like how does he give that to KG in return for one championship ring I was like okay see that's where well, I could see that cause what they're like unique yeah they, mm-hmm. right they have value not in what they are made of but what they are yeah, yeah. so only one person has a championship championship ring ever that's like more than a million dollars right. isn't it no like like his championship ring like th- like when he went to go pawn it off or to give it to be held yeah. they said it's more for the memorabilia right than so at yeah. most mm-hmm. at most it was wa- worth what like two hundred thousand or something like yes yeah, so I, I think but like if the opals yeah. are, are worth a million there's no way i'm giving it to you to hold it but then yeah, I, I also think that struck me as i odd. also think it's howard howard did probably he used the one million to kind of jack up the price of the opal to begin with. No, no, no. Okay, so the ring thing you're talking about, yeah. how he took, exchanged the opal for the ring, uh-huh. so he could exchange the ring for money, so he could take the money to make bets, in turn to make more money, go buy the ring back, and get the opal back. It was no, pr- no, no, no. Yeah, no. Yeah, exactly what Harry was doing was just betting on future money coming in. Okay, no, fine. To a certain yeah. amount, yes, but yeah. he, but he still believed. That, that the opals were worth more than the ring ultimately. Yeah, yes, I that's think, I think, I think yeah. yeah, well, definitely. I also think he did say the opals are worth one million or whatever. I think deep down he knew they weren't worth one million. He probably used that to kind of, you know, how you want to buy something from someone and then they tell you, oh, like, no, this is really expensive. It's like 20 grand. And then you're like, oh, okay, I'll give you like 15 for it. And then they're like, okay, fine, 15. But then you find out the real price of it was like nine grand. So it's like they yeah. give you a high price, Just so, so you, that they know so you that go yeah, over. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. So I think that's what he was because everyone who asked him, "Oh, how much are the opals?" He's like, "Oh, it's like you know, three, six, three to three hundred to six hundred carats. Like that's <laughs> three hundred, six hundred carats, and you know, like each carat, three, like each, each each carat is like three thousand dollars. You know, yeah. something like that. So like he's just like highballing the opals yeah. to grab people's attention to it, right? Um, and the whole memorabilia thing, right? So, like, if everyone thinks it's it's like super expensive, then it does indeed become very expensive. But he's right? also kind of getting high on his own supply, right? Yeah, he's pretty much. Yeah. He's drinking his own Kool Aid. Mm-hmm. He, he believes that this yeah. is expensive. Well, that's where his and wife that, comes in too, yeah. where she's kind of like telling him that like you you've gotten to a point where you believe your own bullshit. Yeah, you know? yeah, true. So that's that's how he's on fault, you know. Yeah, like I feel no sympathy for that. Mm-hmm. Like no, he did don't himself. Don't drink the Kool Aid, kids. <laughs> don't <laughs> drink the Kool Aid. <laughs> so Kevin Garnett, you know, he walks in, and then well, that scene, anyways, he walks in, and then he's like, "Oh, let me let me hold the opal," and then he gives him like the magnifying glass, and he's looking into the opals. He first says, "You know, KG, don't don't lean on the glass." <laughs> Said it like <laughs> five times. <laughs> okay, yeah, I want to point this out before. Don't lean on the glass, KG. KG, don't do it. I can't find it weird that. Adam Sandler. Okay, we all we've all watched those really bad Adam Sandler movies, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we kind of know the way he talks, right? Yeah. yeah. 
he did that throughout this movie, but it just had such a different energy to it. Yeah. Well, I guess because of the setting, right? I it think the setting made such a big yeah. difference. And Howard had to be like a very talkative character because, like, no, because even you're a hustler, right? You yeah. Have no. To, yeah. You remember Adam Sandler in Grown Ups, right? Mm-hmm. He still talked a lot in that movie. Yeah, but, but it kind of felt so different to him in this because yeah. he's still talking a lot, still mm-hmm. doing his weird like mannerisms, but right. it felt so different. Right. Yeah. No, that's true. I agree with that. And I think also because most, like, th- throughout this entire movie, I think what added to that, too, was it felt like after every scene, the boiling pot just got hotter and hotter and hotter. <laughs> so <laughs> so literally, it just got more stressful as yeah. the movie progressed. The atmosphere makes all the difference, Yeah, right? yeah. So it, th- there was that, too. Um, yeah, so KG looks into it, and then he breaks the glass. So that, that was pretty funny. He's like, I warned him. You guys heard me when I told him not to <laughs> lean into the glass. You think that was like a symbolism of the future? Yeah, I uh, guess so. Maybe. Like the fact KG held on for way too long. Yeah. Foreshadowing. Foreshadowing, <laughs> and it all crumbled in front of him. <laughs> oh, my goodness. True. So, hey. Got yeah. some English yeah. class flashbacks over here. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the symbolism, you know? <laughs> Michael's just in the quitting, like the teacher asking him, why are the curtains blue? <laughs> Michael's like, I don't know. Because oh they're God. supposed to be. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was just more like, you know, Uncut Gems might be part of the greater 1917 universe. We're not doing know. this again. <laughs> where, <No. laughs> where, where, you know, um, Howard, you know, he's his only enemy in terms of, you know, getting the Opal back from Kevin Garnett. You know, th- I'm just noticing this was a common theme, getting the Opal back from Kevin Garnett, getting um, Julia to get to the casino to put in the bet. Everything was just, it was all about time, you know. And I just noticed that if time was so important in this universe, then it might be connected to the 1917 universe. You know what I'm saying? But isn't time important everywhere? It's almost like time is a narrative <laughs> device used to wrap up stress, Sam. <laughs> but think about it this way. You know, mean, 1917 like <laughs> was also stressful, right? You know, anything could have killed them at any point. No, a narrative device. You know, in this case, anything could have killed Adam Sandler at any point. You know, no, no, so no, not anything could have killed Adam Sandler. Arnold, Adam Sandler Arnold could have <laughs> killed Adam Sandler. Sandler. <laughs> Either way. He was I his th- own worst enemy, yo. <laughs> he oh. did it to himself. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Oh, he really God. did. Yeah, no, it was crazy. Um, I know, and then we kind of move ahead after he can't get the gems from uh, Kevin Garnett and Damani um, when he goes to his daughter's play. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! <laughs> and then he looks behind him. Father of the year, right there. Father of the year. Father of the year. I think the one the dialogue that really made me laugh was um, the other couple that him and his wife were talking to. We're talking about their trip to. Was it the Bahamas or something like I that? I think it was Cancun. Cancun, yeah. right. And then, you know, they asked Howard, like, oh, where are you and your family going? And he's like, oh, you know, we'll skip out this year, but we'll go to Europe next year. You know, do something bigger these, next year. These yeah. dumb kids need some <laughs> culture. <laughs> the irony. And then his wife looks at him like, what? <laughs> oh, and then he looks behind him, and then the two collectors <laughs> are at his kids' play. <laughs> So, <laughs> so he gets up and then, you know, casually walks towards where they are. He's like, can I, can I have a word with you guys outside for a second? And I like the Italian guy's reaction because he's like, you sure you want to talk to us? Okay, okay, all right, let's go. You asked for it. <laughs> and then they go outside and, you know, he gets mad. He's like, that's my family. You know, he shoves the other guy. Yeah, like I honestly don't know what his plan was. Yeah, and <laughs> the other guy, 
the other guy holds him back and then he bites him and then runs away. <laughs> he like, ends up backstage. His kid sees it. His, his, his kid's like, Dad, what are you doing backstage? And he's like, you look great, honey. You look fantastic. And then he runs out. Um, this is the part that didn't make sense to me because I'm like, okay, dude, if you're trying to get away from these guys, go to where there's more people, not less people. Yeah. You sure. know, I would have stayed yeah. inside. But he ran outside and then... <laughs> well, that's an assumption that we think how he's an intelligent person. Yeah. Like right. based on the things we see in this movie. He is not. <laughs> At every opportunity, he demonstrates this. <laughs> <laughs> At every opportunity, when he could do the smart thing... He doesn't. He doesn't. Yeah, I guess he that makes sense. He does the really dumb thing <laughs> at every opportunity. <laughs> every single time. Oh, yeah. So eventually, you know, they, they grab him, they put him in the car, and then, um, you know, you see Arno in the front seat, and, you know, he says Arno's name, like, ten times, and Arno's like, stop calling my name. <laughs> stop, stop mentioning my And he's like, you know, we won big. I put in a bet for the Celtics to win in game game five, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to, for the Celtics. And then they won. So, like, you know, we've, I've hit it big. We made money. And then Arno's like, well, he, he doesn't say anything for a while. And then one of the one of the henchmen's kind of like, what do you think happened? You know, and he's like, you pulled the bet. And then he loses, he loses his crap in the car. <laughs> and then he's yelling at Arno. And Arno's like, they should strip him. So they take off all of his clothes. And then they circle back to the parking lot. Yeah. And then, like, I think the last piece was just, like, his briefs. And then Arno says, take the briefs as well. <laughs> so so he's basically naked, and they leave him in the trunk, the of, trunk his car. of his own car. Yeah. <laughs> While his kid is on stage. Is on stage, yeah. And then <laughs> this was the funniest part of the movie, in my opinion. He calls his wife to come open. <laughs> I forgot the keys in the trunk. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that's an ironic thing. This is, you saw the button in the trunk of the car, right? Yeah. All console in the U.S. are supposed to have that button so no one can ever be put in the trunk. It's mm-hmm. actually a manual release. It's not even a button. It's right. a manual release. Yeah. Right. So, like, you pull on the cord and, and it, it lets you out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This but you guys also said he's not smart. So <laughs> yeah, because yeah, he's, he's pushing it. a glow-in-the-dark <laughs> handle. <laughs> the glow-in-the-dark handle. This man has a German car, a Mercedes-Benz, an expensive car, mm-hmm. and it doesn't work. <laughs> this is just like his life. True. <laughs> he has expensive <laughs> things that don't work. Yeah. And these were cars that were around in 2012 as well, right? Yeah. This was 2012. Okay. Yeah, no, that's that's kind of dumb. So maybe it's like his Rolex, you know? They were all fake. Maybe it's a oh, fake it's a, Mercedes. It's a fake Mercedes, it's a, yeah. too. Where did you even get a fake Mercedes from? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's Howie, man. Anything yeah. is possible. Dude, the guy must know a guy who knows a guy. Wait, wait, wait. At that point, like, I assume his wife and his kids are also faked. <laughs> okay, okay, come on. Really? <laughs> I think now you're going too far. Ah, uh, right. Can you trust anything? That's his bad? family, man. Oh that's his God. family. Yeah. Do you think I care? I'm like those collectors. <laughs> I'm gonna show up at his daughter's play, be like, You sure you want to do this right now? <laughs> I'm and here for the fake Rolex. This was amazing acting from um Idina Menzel because like her face of like disapproval when she looks at her naked husband in the trunk of his own car. Yeah. Because <laughs> she, she pops it and she then was just, like he pops it. She was head. not having it at all. <laughs> She's <Girl>. like <laughs> And then I think he puts on his son's like uh, no, that was his. That was his. Oh, yeah. so he Dude, had his kids were small, though. Oh yeah, that's like true. there's no way he's stretching yeah. it to like his yeah. son's things. But <laughs> a grown man putting on oh, a ten-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so after that, they get home, right? And then um, he, this was the second best scene too, where he's talk. He he asks his daughter, uh, his wife, what she's cooking, and then she's staring at like naked chicken in the microwave. <laughs> 
naked chicken. Yeah, because it was like bare skin chicken in the microwave. <laughs> I think what it means is like there was no seasoning on the chicken. No. It yeah. looked oh, like okay. plain. Yeah. It, so it naked. Because like I'm nasty food. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Michael's like naked chicken? Naked chicken. I'm pretty sure yeah. all chickens are naked. <laughs> well, no, because it was like just bareback chicken, right? In an oven. I, I thought that like kind of represented him just being naked in the trunk of the car. He was bareback in the trunk. Yeah, right? he was bareback in the trunk. <laughs> So it was just like some shade, right? His wife just threw sh- some shade at him, um, and then his daughter comes in. This is the best part too, where he's like, "I would let me let me talk to you for a second. and then she takes the um, uh, yeah, she him. takes her. Well, she doesn't take them out. She just like ends the call with her friend, and he's like, "I just want to tell you that like I'm really really proud of you." And then she's like, "You told me yeah, that already." It's <laughs> like, yo, yo, just take my love, yo. When I, <laughs> when I saw this movie, I was like, if that was my daughter, wait, okay, so. <laughs> a few of us in here are minorities. We black, right? Yeah. We don't we don't talk to our parents back like that. We like, <laughs> oh, thank you, dad, thank you, mom, all that stuff, right? Yeah. Michael, <laughs> would you do that to your mom? I would have got my ass beat. <laughs> <laughs> I think most kids would get their ass beat. Because that was so extra. The disrespect from like, his daughter. So much but also, I don't know if I blame her because I feel like the entire family was aware that you know. He was having like an affair outside of like his marriage and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, even too. his kids knew he was kind of a deadbeat. Yeah, at this point, so right? it's like no one really respected. Him. No, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, not even his kids. Plus, he was him. naked in the trunk of his car. I'm pretty sure his wife told the kids about it. Yeah. too. So. no, I don't think his wife. <laughs> nah, told the kids. Dude, that'd like, be so weird. Yeah, do like why? Like why tell your kids that and just <laughs> just messing them up for life? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So your dad was naked in the car. <laughs> why? After he got roughhoused by. <laughs> <laughs> Because don't forget, wife. they left the torn briefs like on the floor of the parking lot. What, you don't think he got rid of them? <laughs> he probably got rid of them. What? No, but I'm get- his wife would have seen them. <laughs> yes, his wife saw yeah. them, but his wife is not going to be telling them. Like, yeah, so your dad got his ass whooped. <laughs> they stopped him in the trunk, and he's naked right now. Oh my god! Let's just watch and enjoy this play. What just a loser! I'll get him <laughs> after the play. <laughs> <laughs> just the worst. That's your father. Oh That's your father. That's <laughs> your father is a great man. <laughs> Remember that time he was naked in the car? Okay. Um, <laughs> Every father's day after that. Is oh, just, is oh we even ruined. skipped the first the first scene with uh, Julia. Where uh, af- that's after he wins the s- after he wins oh, the Celtics yeah. game when he goes to and then he goes into like the apartment where she's supposed to be, <laughs> and oh then he God. hides in the closet when he's sending out those messages. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that sequence of messages, <laughs> I don't like. It was it was the like most basic basic kind of text you could send to like someone you're in a relationship with. I would imagine. But for some reason, I still felt stressed because he was hiding in the closet. The it was so scene, creepy. It was just like it was the whole scene was set up in sort of a weird way. Yeah, right. It was super okay, creepy. Okay, like, so weird. How? Because okay, for me, when I was watching the scene, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, where are you? She's like, I'm coming up right now, right? And then he goes to hide, right? Mm-hmm. In my mind, I was thinking like, oh, she's gonna walk in there with the weekend or something, right? Yeah, yeah. I thought something like it was bad set up was like happen. something yeah. bad would yeah. happen, like her and someone else. Yeah. yeah, it was set up to be stressful. Like he's gonna find out that it, like his mistress is cheating on yeah. him, right? Yeah, which would be funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then <laughs> nothing happens. Well, like, well, something happened. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yes, something happened, Later. but like oh, nothing yeah. bad. <laughs> something really, really interesting happens. Yeah. Um, so that was also pretty cool. But I guess that was they also kind of used that scene to maybe really flesh out like Julia's character and how like invested he is in her in a in a certain weird way. 
Honestly, right. those two deserve each other because they're both. Well, yeah, no, they definitely do. <laughs> they definitely they're both, they're both definitely trashy did deserve people. each other. Yeah. yeah, they both deserve each other in the wrong way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So, and then we cut across to like the scene with uh, where he asked Damani for the opal back, and you know he's like, oh, because. If I if I understand this right, he was supposed to deliver the opal by a certain day. Yeah. Yeah. So this man's gave the opal mm-hmm. to Damani. Okay. Uh, to, Kev- to Kevin Garnett. But to Kate. Damani's supposed to be responsible to bring for back. bringing the opal back. Yeah. The day where he's supposed to give it at the auction. At the auction, yeah. Do you not understand why I say he's not an intelligent well, man? Well, that's Life why on the yeah. edge. <laughs> the edge is his friend. Yeah, but I mean, that's the whole point of this movie is supposed to stress you out. He's not supposed to do anything logical. He did nothing logical in this it's movie. It's not supposed to be easy. It's not it's, supposed to yeah. be easy with him. What? Like... <laughs> oh, my God. And then, you know, Damani's like, I, I have the opal. Like, I got it, man. And then he's like, okay, well... Are you going to the weekend thing? And this is where Damani... <laughs> no, this is like a bit further. Oh, this is yeah, after this is where Damani gets like sketchy because he's kind of like, I mean, I could. And he's like, there's no could. Like, you're going to be... <laughs> you're going to be at the weekend thing. Yeah. And then we cut to the... I loved this first scene with with the weekend because like, uh, well, the first scene with the weekend concert because it's a club. And then it has the black light. Th- yeah, well, before that even, there's like so many bodies in that club. That it also like really zooms in on Howard himself and shows you how like, I don't know, it, it kind of gives you that claustrophobic kind of vibe where like things are so stressful. He's he's here for the opal. There's these many bodies around him that he has to like swim through to get to, to um, push through to get to, to, push where, to get to, to Damani, to right? Wants, yeah. And then he gets to Damani as well. And Damani's like, oh right, I don't have it. <laughs> and so casually as well, so casually, like nah, nah, I don't have it. And Howard's like, what the? <laughs> how is this? He's like. Like about to have a seizure. <laughs> <laughs> about to have a seizure. <laughs> Use your words, Howard. Use your words. <laughs> this movie was so stressful. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, this movie could have all been avoided if he just kept the gem at the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> it was so stressful. Like a smart man. If it's so oh valuable to you, why would you give it yeah. away? I don't and let's not forget, things escalate way past this too eventually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like at this point, I'm just in disbelief while watching the movie, oh right? Come on, you got to throw me a bone. Oh you got to make goodness. me care about this character oh. a little bit, guys. You're like, how can one man be oh so stupid? God, yeah. Yeah. And then he sees Julia this up movie, ahead. It's a train wreck in slow motion. As yeah, well. no, it's yeah, not pretty even much. in slow motion. It happens quickly. <laughs> and it goes on for an hour. Yeah, it happens quickly. It's two hours over of a two hours. Wreck. Yeah. It happens quickly over two hours. And then, you know, you get to the point with um, he looks up after Damani kind of side eyes him. And then he sees Julia with the weekend. And then they walk into like the um, like VIP, the, sec- the, yeah, VIP, the VIP, VIP section. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and he's then trying to so get man. in. Yeah, he's trying. He's trying to get in. Then the bouncer is kind of like, "Hey, man, I can't let you in." <laughs> he's like, <laughs> "He's like, no, I know." You know, he's yelling to Flawless, whoever that was. He's like, and then Flawless again, like, "Oh yeah, no, and this is my guy. This is my guy. You can let him in." And then he comes in, and then he kind of walks in to like a different, like I think it was the bathroom. No, it was like the bar. The walk, he walked back into the club. Ooh, yeah. The VIP area. Now. The VIP area. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, oh, have you seen Julia? Oh, right. Yeah, because he's looking for Julia. Yeah, because like, <laughs> oh, well, he definitely saw her. So I don't want to say anything. But, but, but <laughs> your girl's in the bathroom with the weekend. With the weekend. The weekend. <laughs> the weekend. <laughs> I love the way I the, when they first introduced the weekend, it's like, oh, who's this? Oh, he's some guy from Canada. Some guy from Canada. He yeah. might be yeah. big. <laughs> He might get big one day. <laughs> I feel like the weekend he d- he didn't have 
a lot of lines in this movie. But they really did a good job of just making him look like the clueless celebrity that has no yeah. idea what's going on. <laughs> he did. Because like, Adam Sandler. Did, though. Yeah, dude, because it's just yeah. a random guy who comes and starts pushing <laughs> him. Starts pushing him. He's like, <laughs> like, wait a minute. <laughs> this, this whole sequence, Adam Sandler walks in and The Weeknd's like, who the hell is this guy? <laughs> okay. <laughs> he loses it and grabs The Weeknd <laughs> and then pushes him out of the path. <laughs> In okay, in Howie's defense, I'd also be feeling some type of way if my girl went into the bathroom of the weekend. <laughs> True. Well, no, but this is and where I'm paying for our this house. Was our house. She works for me as well. Yeah, I'm, but this yeah, was, was where just, this was where I knew Julia and Howard were supposed to be together because at this point, Julia's kind of like, we didn't do anything. We just. We were just talking, Howard. <laughs> we were just doing lines of coke. We just <laughs> we're just doing lines of coke. We didn't do anything. I was as like, you normally do. Yeah, I was like, normally yeah, do, right? normal <laughs> weekend activities, right? I was like, oh my god, this is so stressful. So they basically kick Howard out because he fought the weekend, <laughs> which you know would happen. Would happen. <laughs> <laughs> and then you know he's walking out, and then Julia's behind him, and she's yelling at him to stop, and they need to talk about this or whatever. And you know he he calls a cab. He calls her a skank. You know he gets oh, in the. Okay, wait. Okay, wait. But yeah. one question though, like, what does she see in him though? See, this is what I was going to ask. That's what I was wondering. Because, <laughs> like, if you have a chance with the weekend, like, it's why are you weekend. going after this dude? Okay, like, okay. But yeah. here's the thing though. Like, I saw this movie with my cousin, right? And then we had this brief discussion about how, in that kind of situation, you would think the weekend is probably he could go out with anyone else, you know. So he's kind of like, well. From his perspective, it's kind of like, well, that sucks, but, you know, I'll move on. And yeah, then no, okay, her fine, coming true. back to him to the weekend and after that would just be more or less like, last time I was with you, like, some random dude came in and fought me. So No, no, but I'm saying, I'm saying, like, in that moment right. where Howie fights the weekend, mm-hmm. why is she choosing Howie? Like, Over the weekend. Yeah. I mean, he, he does pay for her apartment. Yeah, like, and dude, she's, it's she's the more stable. It's still like, the weekend. Yeah, no, no, but like, the thing, like, she doesn't know the weekend as much as she knows Howard, right? So I feel so like she's gotten to know Howard to the point wait, where, wait, like... Wait, What you're trying to say is that she loves him. Well, she did say she loved him multiple times. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> so what the rest of us are saying is we'd rather take the weekend. Yeah, no. I'm yeah, just but like, you guys, what love makes no sense, okay? <laughs> Here's another thing we're asking. True why does okay, she fine. see no in him? Okay. Love makes no sense. No, okay, fine. Why does she see in him? Cause in Howard? Yeah, yeah. So far, what Howard's she's been presented... Probably, she's probably in love with, I don't know, his his resilience. What I don't resilience? Know. <laughs> He's a chaotic idiot. <laughs> It's, he's so bad. Every single moment he does the wrong thing. How bad was her life that she had to staple him herself to him for stability? Yeah, right, like right. he's the beginning of home. Daddy issues, right? Well, yeah, those are dad issues because because yeah. he's older, right? He's older. As I well, think it was like so. a twenty-year yeah. difference between the two of them, right? Between the two. Uh, I, she, I mean, I, she was like not yeah, uh, mid so? to like she was in like yeah, early twenties, like mid twenties yeah. versus mid forties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's, yeah. that's, that's kind of creepy. Yeah. Uh, that that part was pretty funny, and then she's walking back into the bar and then uh, into the club, and then the other girls in line. No, she didn't go back into the club. She just oh, she was walking ahead. Yeah, I don't she know. Just, just walking by. Past. Yeah, she the other girls are kind of like talking shit. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the girls talking shit. I love the light. And then she's like, "That's that's why you're." Well, anyway, that's why you're out in the cold. I'm like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> There was so much shade thrown in this movie. I think, and then after that, I think we cut to the the um, family. Dinner, dinner, <laughs> and you have Arno sitting across from him. And then yeah. this was a big reveal too, because like you, the the camera cuts to Arno sitting at the table. You're like, oh my god! So this collector, who's been trying to get his Howard money to back. pay him back, is actually a family member. 
You were stripped naked and put into your car by your by brother, by your family, basically. by your yeah. brother-in-law. <laughs> I mean, See, how much does he owe him again? Like, <laughs> I wasn't. I don't think they have a specific. One hundred twenty-five grand. One hundred twenty-five grand. Yeah, yeah one twenty-five. So, <laughs> bruh, I feel bruh. like that's the only reason he's alive. Yeah, bruh. <laughs> he had so yeah. many moments. Oh my god! Yet again, a reason why how he's kind of an idiot because who yeah. who takes bets from the mm-hmm. own family family yeah and then he's talking to his father-in-law too and he's telling his father oh yeah like I gave Kevin Garnett this opal that's like so expensive and I'm like hoping to get some like big money back from it and then he says that and he's looking at Arno being like yeah so I'm gonna pay you back don't worry about it <laughs> you know? and Arno just like walks away <laughs> Like you're not gonna pay me back. He's just like I'm done <laughs> <Yes>. with you. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> oh my goodness! And at that point, he's telling, uh, he's texting Julie and telling her to get her things out of the apartment. Like yeah. he's done with her. Um, and then he goes. This is another really great scene. He goes to his wife and he's like, "Listen, I'm aware I've made mistakes in the past, but, but like, I'm done with that. She's trash. I'm done with her. She's trash. She's trash. Let's, I let's, know that now. Let's just try again. <laughs> and then his wife. She's not mad. She just starts laughing. And she's like, your face is so stupid. (laughs) (laughs) You're the most annoying person I've ever met. I was like, damn. (laughs) Oh, my. I love this movie, guys. It was so good. (laughs) You're the most annoying person I've ever met. And that's his wife. Yeah. Yeah. The mother of his children. Three (laughs) kids. His oldest daughter is like, what, 16, 17? Do you guys realize the gravity of this? Like. I don't know. I, I don't know if any of you have seen Marriage Story, but I've seen it, right? In that situation, someone asking their wife to take them back. That's a serious thing, you know? The wife is supposed to feel a certain type of way, being like, I don't want to be with you, but like it hurts so much that you're asking me to come back to you, you yeah. know? No, this In this case, she just straight uh, up laughed. an amount of hesitation. Yeah. <laughs> she, just she, just <laughs> she just laughed. She laughed so hard. And she's like, you realize I'm not getting back with you. <laughs> so... And the look on his face like when she laughs, he's just because like, oh, shit. it's like, that's such a trope in movies. Yeah. So at least when they just <laughs> slap it down, yeah. it's way better. It's just it's the so first great. sentence she says after that is, your face is so stupid. <laughs> I think Loki, we should have known at that this point of the movie, it was a wrap for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just going to go downhill from oh then Oh, my on. God. It was so funny. And then, yeah, no, so that was a thing. And then he's driving his family back, and then he stops at the apartment to make sure his mistress is his gone. mistress was gone. And this is where we got that cameo from uh, John Amos from Coming to America. Oh, yeah. Because his son wants to take a deuce in his, in his apartment. <laughs> and he's like, no. No. Closes the door in that I mean, be like, don't just show up to my door with a random kid and be like, can you take a shit in your house? <laughs> really weird. Oh, Because I'll be like, nope. Uh-uh. I don't know you. Oh. I don't know you. I don't know you kids. Oh uh, yeah, I know it's crazy. And okay, then, no question, no question though. Yeah. Would you let some like would you let some random stranger show up to your house and he was like, "Yo, my kid needs <laughs> to take a shit." Would you let them take a shit? No. No. <sighs> no. I don't know. It I think it depends. Like no. it depends on what. If this kid is straight up like holding their butt no, and no, like no. dancing around cuz they really need to take a dump. <laughs> like, no, here's the thing though. <laughs> the man's literally said like, "I'm your neighbor." Can my kid use your toilet? No, use your own toilet. 
True. Oh, yeah. that's true. Okay, if yeah, if you are neighbors, yeah, okay, that makes more sense actually. And if you yeah. can't use my toilet, there's a gas station down the road. Yeah, <laughs> but like I'm guessing he didn't want his son to come in just in case Julia was yeah. still in the apartment, right? Yeah. The so only smart thing he did this whole movie. Yeah. That's why he said it was under mm-hmm. construction. But then right? it wasn't really that smart too, because as soon as he meets up with his son again. He's like, oh, that man in the hallway told me you live with this really pretty lady. And then he's like, what? Don't don't believe anything people tell you, son. And I'm like, oh, my God. I love the way, like, as <laughs> he's like, don't listen to that weirdo. Yeah. Don't listen to that weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> and then oh as I walk into the car, you can see it in his son's face. His, yeah, his son, realization yeah. Like, yeah. that his dad is trash. Yeah. yeah his yeah. son, was, he was aware. He knew. That was also he just, just didn't want to believe it. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of feel bad for the son because he was also he had like similar characteristics to the dad, to the dad, like well, betting, yeah. betting and all of that. Yeah. high risk, yeah, all that stuff. And I'm like, oh, with the, this is how it starts. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then yeah, then you cut away to <laughs> to when Kevin Garnett comes back with the opal, and then <laughs> that the door doesn't Finally. open, the buzzer doesn't open, and this stresses you out even more because this entire sequence. He's buzzing. He's trying to buzz them in. The door isn't opening. And then Arno and his guys come in again to ask for money. And then one other dude who, like, he owes money for, like, the wristwatch. Yeah, the guy that he gave the, the fake watch to. Yeah, and it's like there's so many people who have issues with them at the same time. And the door doesn't open because the buzzer's broken. <laughs> there's so much. <laughs> and Kevin Garnett is getting so hyped up because he's like, come on, man, I need this. I need this rock. <laughs> no, okay, no, okay, because 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 YKG was also getting hyped up because like yo, I have a game, yeah, and it in was a couple of hours, <laughs> man. Yeah. Like, I'm stuck in this. <laughs> I'm here, I'm, I'm, like like I'm here to give you your stuff and to bounce, yeah. Man. Like let me go, <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes around and calls like his uh, jeweler as well to come in with a toolkit. And then they're trying to like fix the buzzer, and then it finally opens, and then like everything just explodes into his office. <laughs> and people are yelling at him, and then you know, then he's talking about he needs the rock for the for the um for the auction uh, the auction, auction yeah. right and then kevin garnett's like well you said it's the monday so let me just hold it for like a little while <laughs> and then damani's like yeah man come on just give it to him <laughs> damani <laughs> in this entire <laughs> damani was one of my favorite characters he's just an instigator yeah, yeah. And, then <laughs> and then he goes back into howard's office he's like you know what i'm done doing business with you and it opens up the safe i'm taking my watches back <laughs> There's only three <laughs> watches in there. <laughs> Where's the rest of my watches? Where's the rest <laughs> of my watches. Then Howard's like, "Oh, I gave them away. <laughs> I gave them to who?" <laughs> oh my god! He's like, they weren't even real, anyways. They were fake Rolexes. And he's like, they were fake to you. <laughs> 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 like somehow that changes. Too. Yeah, like, that makes it. And oh. then at this point, his doctor calls, and his doctor is telling me about how he doesn't have like colon cancer. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Right, because Pro- that movie started with that sequence. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'd forgotten it. That was oh. like a weird sort of psychedelic sequence. Yeah, I, it was so weird. It, it was, was as strange. close as we could get. Oh my god, it was as close as we could get. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's when Damani pours the Gatorade into, into, the, into, the, fish into the fish tank. I was like, man, <laughs> that is so petty. <laughs> so many. That is so petty. Okay, for those listening, okay, when you're watching this movie, guaranteed so many things will stress you out. 
<laughs> because especially if you're like a fish lover or something, someone just pours a Powerade into your fish tank. No animals were hurt in the no. filming of this. Oh, film. no, they were definitely, they were definitely, <laughs> definitely hurt. hurt. Um, I don't even know how he felt about that. How did he know? It's like, man, if I put the Powerade in there, the fish will go <laughs> die. How did he come what up with Powerade, that? man? <laughs> he was just walking around like, man, you know, fuck this dude. Fuck this dude. Oh, Powerade his, his fish. Fishes. Oh, my God. <laughs> fuck the most you and you your do to him. Yeah. <laughs> And then the, <laughs> I like how the jeweler runs in and he's like, get get a glass of water, get a glass of water. And then they're trying to figure that out. And then the doctor is still on the line. He's like, oh, so I'll just I'll just hang up. Is that okay? <laughs> so much is going wrong so, so fast. <laughs> and it starts with the little things until everything just explodes. Um, yeah, and then he takes the opal to the um, to the auction house. And then um, they take it in, but then they put. Uh, it was originally valued at one about two hundred grand, roughly one fifty. No, no, it's probably higher. I think he said he, he valued, valued it higher. Oh, he valued it like three hundred to yeah. six hundred. Yeah. But then they gave it like one twenty-five or one seventy-five, which about one hundred twenty-five to about two hundred something. Yeah, and then he was like, you know, this is this is uh, this is bullshit. Like, <laughs> no, let me talk to your manager. And then <laughs> this is where Howard starts bullshitting everything. Like all right, yeah, sure. He calls her. He, well, he he takes the phone and talks to the manager, and then the the manager is yelling at him for like, you know, you have the audacity to like come in late with your auction item, and then you're you're like, you know, you're yelling at us for like lowballing the price, and then he's like on the other end of the phone, he's like, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh, and then he cuts the call, and he's like, your boss says you should raise the price. <laughs> so check out all these papers. <laughs> And, and she's then, like, all right, so I'm just going to call, her, gonna back call her back. And then he's like, you don't need to ask her any questions. Like, no, no, it's a question about, like, a different thing. He's Something like, hello. else. Yeah. yeah. And then she takes the, she calls the boss again. She's like, hello. So he says that we should increase the price. <laughs> <laughs> just the worst. Oh, my God. And then we get to the auction. This was Uchi's favorite part. Because at this point, when he was watching it, he was, like, curling on the couch. <laughs> I was stressed because this man's made so many bad decisions for this movie. <laughs> yeah, that was about the worst case scenario. Because like, it was his father-in-law? Yeah, yeah it was his father-in-law. Yeah. His father-in-law like, hey, like, I've kind of been screwed over. I need you to help jack up the price of this Opal, right? His <laughs> father-in-law really said, no, this is a bad idea. <laughs> what could go wrong? It'll go wrong. I'll end up buying this. He's like, don't worry, don't no, worry about it. No, we've got this. We've, we've got, got this. this. <laughs> I know someone who wants to buy it. Guess what happens? <laughs> Them buy them they end up with it. Yeah, <laughs> was just like the way the way it plays out. It starts later. up. It starts up at one twenty, and he's like one twenty, one twenty. And Kevin Garnett is like, "I'll take it." And then, um, you know, the auctioneers can like, "Do I hear one one thirty, one thirty? And then hit the father-in-law says one thirty, and he's like, "Okay, one forty, one forty." And Kevin Garnett goes again, and he's like one fifty, and then the father-in-law goes to one seventy, one sixty. You know, and then eventually gets to one. <laughs> It gets to 175, and then his father-in-law says, I'll go for it. And, and anything higher, 200. And then Kevin Garnett's like, no, I'm good. Nah. Yeah, that, that part hurt me a oh little bit. My <laughs> God. Oh, my God. The one time something could go right for him. <laughs> but he's an idiot. So, yeah. Were you surprised? It's, oh, my no, God. No, I wasn't. It was so. And then this is when Arno shows up again after the auction. And he just sees all of this happening. He's yeah. like, bro. Like. And he's like, don't, don't worry. I got Kevin I got Kevin Garner on the line. And then he starts bullshitting again. <laughs> no one's on the end, other end of the car. And he's like, hello. Yeah, yeah. He, he takes the phone. <laughs> he's like, hey, KG. KG, yeah. So you're still interested in the... <laughs> and then Arnold takes the phone. He's like, there's no one on the phone. <laughs> 
Oh my god! And what then he actually guy. got his ass whooped. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he actually got his ass whooped <laughs> right in public as well, man. <laughs> he got thrown into the fountain that day. That was pretty funny. With his pants in the fountain. <laughs> Let's not forget, I think it wasn't it right. For, oh, no, that was earlier with Damani, where like he's getting into Damani's car, and then the other guy who he owes the wristwatch to comes in and asks for money, and then he's like, Stop selling me wristwatches. <laughs> I don't want to buy it. What's that he gave to him? Yeah, he's like, I don't want to buy it. It was so stressful. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, no. So eventually, Kevin Garnett comes in, buys the Opal. And then, you know, he's like, hey, man, you know, like man to man right now, how much did you spend on this opal? <laughs> he's like, KG, I can tell you, but, <laughs> you know, then it wouldn't feel right. You know, I can't do that to you. <laughs> he's like, no, for real, just tell me how much. He's like, okay, it was like, it was like a hundred grand. <laughs> like, so you paid some people in Ethiopia to, you know, cut out gems worth a hundred grand and you're selling them for a million dollars. And then that's when he goes on his whole monologue about how, you know, KG's in the finals. And, like, you know, that's his, his way of, like, scoring a bunch of points. Yeah, but honestly, dude, like, his speech did make sense. That, I, was like, yeah. I was like, damn, all right, capitalism yeah. explained. He, he yeah. hyped him up. Yeah, yeah exactly. He and then this is where it got All these bad. guys have been talking about you being Yeah, because he does that whole like, right. hype sequence. And then he's like, all right. I'm better so, so, so let's make a bet. <laughs> let's make it. So this, he convinced himself. He convinced himself <laughs> by convincing KG. So this man has got his, 170k on his him. Face. He's wait, like, wait. all right, let's make a bet. Wait, wait. This man's got 170k <laughs> on him. He owes his brother-in-law 120k. Instead of paying <laughs> this man's off and saving his own life, he goes and bets. <laughs> Bruh. Oh my god. But did he yeah. win though? Uh, yeah, he won. Well, yeah. Oh, well. By what cost? <laughs> but did he really? <laughs> With the same <laughs> horrible office door that doesn't open oh. properly. <laughs> but the way the that way it clutch. even happens too was just it was so funny because he texts Julia. And then let's not forget Julia's been through crap with him too because he like tosses she came back. He, yeah. to- he tosses the smoothie at her as well. Oh, he's like yeah. get out of my life! So <laughs> this man's kicks she Julia came out, <laughs> kicks her out, <laughs> fires her. I just have tosses one a question. smoothie. Where do I find a woman like this? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> not because I'm gonna do the same things. No, I think we established no, it has to be a really damaged person. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fine with that. <laughs> Julia, <laughs> Julia has been mistreated this entire time, you know. I'll treat her right. And then <laughs> she sees this loser beat up with a broken nose. Broken <laughs> nose bleeding. Did you see the way he was cracking like, the food? Let me take care of you. Let me take care. This man has an ugly crying face. <laughs> like, you know, snot and blood everywhere. <laughs> this scene, <laughs> he was crying himself useless. Yeah. Well, because he started crying and he's like, I'm, everything's going wrong. Everything's going wrong. And then Julia's like, I know. And everything's <laughs> going wrong. And then they're both crying. And I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> and here's the worst part, though. <laughs> for five seconds, for five seconds, I actually felt bad for this man. Yeah, I actually felt bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and honestly, that's we needed that scene or several <laughs> of those scenes sooner. Yeah, and we needed several scenes of him actually being competent. Being, yeah, yes, <laughs> because like at so, uh, like forty minutes in, I checked out of him. Right, right. Yeah. I, I just didn't care. Mm-hmm. But at that scene, I was like, oh, God, I almost feel sympathetic for this character. <laughs> like, if they had done almost. that several times, <laughs> and they'd shown us him being like a, r- a really competent deal maker, or swindler, or something, not mm-hmm. just kind of all over the place, right? I would have actually cared. 
<laughs> well, that's the thing, right? It was I, I can't. I can't for five seconds. Horrible. Yeah. And then he texts And Julia. then he convinced himself to do another bet. I was like, yeah, bruh. That... <laughs> So let's make a bet, KG. Because he, how he, hypes, he hypes Kevin Garnett up too. Because he's like, doesn't it make you want to like step on their necks? Like, look at Vegas. Look at Vegas. You know, they got Philly to win in the in the finals. Like, are you gonna take that from them? <laughs> so let's make a bet. <laughs> and then he texts Julia, and he's like, meet me on the other like window. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then he passes all the money that Kevin Garnett just gave him to <coughs> to Julia, and then that's when Arno and his dudes show up. Yeah, and they're like, "Well, we just saw Kevin Garnett leave, so where's the money?" And then Howard is like, "Hey, don't worry about it. I just made a huge bet that's gonna pay <laughs> off." They're like, "No, <laughs> again, not again, <laughs> again. Like we just beat your ass and put you in your <laughs> trunk, naked yeah. at high school. He got beat up at least three times <laughs> over bets. Over bets. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know what makes this oh even worse God. though? I love the fact that Arno and those guys actually expected him to have the money, right?" Like at this point, you should have known. Oh man, you should have known. Just the worst, just the worst. <laughs> Man's is trash. Yeah, uh, it was just, painful. Yeah, and then eventually, this is the first part. They they take him out of the window, and they almost drop him. <laughs> Daggle him by his ankles <laughs> yeah. or whatever. And they're like, "Are you gonna Are you gonna call her back? Are you gonna call her back to bring the money back?" And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll do it. I'll do it." And then they bring it back inside, and then he sits at the phone and then types in like all of the numbers, all except one. And then he hits the end call button. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, man, this guy. <laughs> you know. And then, you know, uh, Arno's like, well, we can still catch her if we can get to the helipad in time. Yeah. And then that's when the door messes up again. <laughs> so Just in time. <laughs> he gets stuck mm. in the door. Just in time. And that door like, is so clutch, man. Yeah, I know, right? And then he's like, <laughs> 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 the door's clutch. It's the MVP of oh this. Oh, my God. Movie, man. <laughs> and then he's like, I'm not, I'm not going to open the door. I'm going to watch the game. I'm just going to watch the game so you guys can see that we, we're going to win. <laughs> I honestly expected him to lose there. Uh, yeah. It would have like, been so cool like That would have been happened. the theme of the movie if he just straight up fucking lost. And that would have been so no. bad. Actually, no. It's kind of more surprising the fact that I'm well, so more with the theme of the movie is that he wins mm-hmm. and then does something stupid to make it worse for himself. Yeah. <laughs> so it would be true. It, well, no, I, mean, I prefer that. what the movie did over having him lose there. Yeah. Um, right. Which I guess we should get to. Oh yeah, we yeah we definitely <laughs> will. <laughs> um, yeah. No. So you know, Arno's henchmen are boiling <laughs> in the doors. Meanwhile, Julia's and Julia's already placed the bet and and stuff too. And that old guy that kept on hitting on her from oh yeah, from the plane. I t- I told Uchi that guy looked like Donald Trump with long hair. <laughs> <laughs> and I just said he thinks all white people look the same. So yeah. and just a bit more. Let's time. let's not say that. <laughs> but, but, yeah. Um, but yeah, no. So that happens, and then um, he wins. Kevin Garnett scores. Uh, his 26 points that he bet on and he all the other the stuff. Tip. Wins the tip. Yeah, so everything goes right. Everything goes right for Howard. And Kevin Garnett is hyped up too because he's got the, the whole gem. speech yeah, and the gem. Um, and so they win. And then as soon as Howard opens up the door, he just gets murked so casually. <laughs> they just, just shoots him in the face. Just so That's it. The main character gets taken out like like There's a support no character. Build up. There's no drama. Just <laughs> dead. Just yeah. So casual. <laughs> and I don't even blame the guy who shot. Oh him. no! At that point, I would have also been tired of how his antics. <laughs> sitting there the whole day. Yeah, like, but then this is where hours. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They were sitting Switching. there for a long time. Yeah. yeah. 
Like he was steaming. So at that point, I yeah, he, his brain. Not was all to mention, over the this place. guy has been jerking their cha- his their chains around like this whole time, right? <laughs> like True. he was probably going to get his money and then bet on something else. Yeah, they yeah, weren't exactly. going to get their money. Exactly. And then you know, Arno's kind of like, "What did you do? Like, why you, you kill know, him? He's my why brother-in-law. Like, that's that doesn't make sense." And then Arno tries to escape, and then they shoot Arno too. And <laughs> yeah. just I was just like, "Damn, Arno too!" <laughs> I thought you guys were friends. Yeah, dude, like, okay. <laughs> I thought that I was your boss. Those man. guys, they had enough. Yeah, they, the yeah. henchmen had had enough. They were tired of those two. Yeah. They're just like, bro, I did not sign up to be to do this. Mm-hmm. I could have gone to law yeah. school. I'm <laughs> a henchman <laughs> and everything, but I have standards. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, and then they do this whole like panning, zooming thing where they go into his bullet wound and then it goes yeah, really like, deep. And I didn't understand like why they did that. Psychedelic, yeah. like the movie yeah. started. Mm-hmm. And just. Yeah. You know, no one of his one of us in here is really into psychedelic stuff. Too. Right. I don't know. No, no, yeah. What? Do you only promote your book or something? Nah, Just do nah, it. Nah. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Okay, <laughs> so he actually has a book called Psychedelic <laughs> Stories. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, go buy it. At a bookstore <laughs> near you. I actually don't know if there's any near you. It's at Barnes and no, it's not Barnes and McNally and Robinson. Yes, that's yeah. the other bookstore. No, just just you know, just go up to the website. You know, type in psychedelic stories. You can find it up there. You know. No, if you don't know how to spell psychedelic, there's a dictionary for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know how to spell psychedelic, you can just use either Hey Google or Siri to help you. <laughs> oh my Auto-correct god, will save you. Auto-correct will save you. <laughs> you need like four letters and it'll find Wait, I feel so bad because sometimes I put a word into Google and it'll like, just like, just like bam. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> 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 I don't know. Oh my god, can't help your ass. Yeah. I, what do you guys think that part, that sequence was trying to say? Which oh, yeah. sequence? The whole sequence with the nothing the bullet, the zooming in, and then all of a sudden it's like gems, <laughs> and then space. Diamonds are forever. Literally, the name of the movie is Uncut Gems. I think was it wasn't it? I I thought it was trying to say like you know ever, like people could could be sleazy, but they're made up of the same space dust as everyone else. Uncut I don't know. Gems in no, it's just saying that how it's trash. He was an uncut know. gem. There's something like that. Yeah. Uncut gem says that there was potential for him to be great. But <laughs> he was trash. Oh yeah. my god. Because not all gems uh, turn out to be valuable. So. True. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, our films are reviewed using a coordinate scale. North meaning good writing. South meaning bad writing. West mean, meaning good everything else. So cinematography, style, casting. Uh, sorry, East meaning that, and then West meaning bad cinematography style writing. Um, so, yeah, we'll start with Mike. We're going to go our wait, which Mike? Yeah. I guess yeah. me, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's a bit late for that now. I don't know. <laughs> I, didn't, I don't really know what I think about this movie. I didn't yeah. enjoy it, if you I'm being honest. Yeah. Um, I do recognize that it is a good movie. Right. Um, I didn't like it very much, though, right? Right. So, like, in terms of the writing, the writing was probably on the weaker side for me simply because it failed to engage me on a certain level, right? right. Mm-hmm. I do need to empathize with the characters to a certain extent. Right. And that's a low bar for me. But mm-hmm. it is under the condition that the characters are sort of like good people, right? Right. So if the movie doesn't go out of the way, their, its way to show me that they're like a shit person, I'll root for them. It's that simple. But this movie actively did that, so I just couldn't enjoy it, right? (laughs) Um, So I think it was a failure in the writing to keep me from being 
engaged, engaged. on that part. Okay. In terms of like the stress and the ramping up and making the situation worse and worse, it was pretty good in that sense. Mm. So I'm going to just say like a little self. A little and, self. And <laughs> uh, we'll just go. It's completely centered for like everything else. Yeah. Because so. nothing jumped out at me. Mm. But it's not like there was shaky cam or some nonsense going on. Right. 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 So. Yeah. Um, like there's actually parts I don't know if this is Netflix or not but there's actually parts of the movie that are like grainy yeah right. that was the, so that the club scene. scene the club scene right yeah. there's like there's mm-hmm. a couple there's a there's a couple and some right at the start that I noticed yeah too. so but I don't know if that was intentional or I think yeah. it might have been intentional because I asked yeah. Uchi as well that was the part with the weekend as well where everything was kind of moving very weirdly weird mm-hmm. yeah, yeah with the black light and I don't know I think that was that might have been an artistic choice I don't know maybe that's supposed to mean something even I didn't like it yeah, it was. I like the movies to be crisp and clear. Clear, yeah, um, that was kind of weird. You know, yeah, it just looks like you're sort of watching mm-hmm. some compressed version of it. I, <laughs> come on, I, I I pay for 4K pay, Netflix yeah. for a reason. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's okay. that's my take on it. Not a huge fan. Mm-hmm. It's good if you're into that kind of stuff where you do like unlikable characters. Right. Um, definitely check it out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like unlikable characters. <laughs> Well, I mean, there's an appeal to it, though, right? right? Mm-hmm. And sometimes you'd like to watch these guys who are just total train wrecks do their thing. Just do their thing, And yeah. I get that a lot of people like that, mm-hmm. but not for me. All right, Locato. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Did you forget your nickname already? No, 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 because like, I was thinking about his point about the unlikable characters. Mm-hmm. So did you like the character from Wolf of Wall Street? That's such a good question. Yes. Yeah. Because he had... He was charismatic. He was charismatic and he was competent <laughs> while also being a fuck-up. Come right? on, Gage. Fair like, enough. Like, <laughs> he, he was very good at what he did. Yeah. Right? Despite sort of his whole situation being a train wreck. Um, but... That is yeah. true. Um, so that, that's what I mean. Like, they we had to have something positive thing of this character and I just failed to see a single positive thing like he wasn't faithful to his family mm. um, he wasn't like even a good swindler mind you like he was just <sighs> he just kept digging his grave deeper so <laughs> when he died I was like yeah he yeah. had that coming <laughs> mm-hmm. alright okay so could you remind me what the, the scale is okay so north uh-huh. means good writing Okay. south means bad writing east means good Cinematography style, yeah. you know, the movie looks good, and then West means it looks bad. So, so a Southeast would be like a really good movie because good writing, good cinematography. No, South is bad writing. It would be Northeast. Sorry, North. Yeah, North. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Sam's <laughs> rating system is so confusing. <laughs> yeah. He can't remember it. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Northeast would be good. Southwest would be really bad, essentially. Okay, it's so like Northeast, but more towards the east than it is towards the north. North. Okay. Yeah, so I don't know, cause I liked I liked how they filmed it. I liked the angles and all of that, mm-hmm. and just the general flow of the movie. Right. Um, some things in general like didn't make sense to me. Again, like why would he give KG the this opal. thing that's so valuable to him? Yeah. So that didn't make sense to me. But overall, uh, I mean, I liked it. Right. Like it was also nice to see Adam Sandler doing something different, mm-hmm. not having uh, Kevin James or David Spade in one of his in one of his movies was a nice uh, change of pace. So, yeah, so I'd give it uh, a northeast, but more towards the east than anything. Okay. Yeah. Mr. Uchi. Always remember my opinion is right. 
Um, so, wow. All right. Wow. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Why well, you guys going to go with the whole podcast if I saying that? So that's how the podcast ended. I'm kidding. <laughs> yes, I can mind you. Um, <laughs> that out. <laughs> so, like, for me, one of the things I can subscribe to, especially with, like, movies and TV shows, is I don't necessarily have to like the main character to enjoy it. Mm. So, for me, him being... A train wreck, a complete, like completely trash. It it kind of like helped, right? Because it told a different kind of story, right? About, and I also did enjoy watching Adam Sandler do something very serious for a change instead of his weird. Yeah, I should have mentioned yeah. that. That mm-hmm. is very good, honestly. His acting was really, really good. He did. It he killed that role. Everyone in this movie is like really great. There's no bad performance in this movie. Mm-hmm. All right, it's very true. So that's a good thing. Yeah, writing. There's no real, like, plot holes or anything bad about the writing in this movie. I thought it was, like, well-written. Like, it's enjoyable. Right. Cinematography, it's... I don't think it was try- It was trying to be, a like, this well-shot movie or try to do something interesting. Mm-hmm. But, like, that's not the kind of story that was being told here. This was, like, a dramatic telling of one person, right? Right. Like, his story. Mm-hmm. So, for me, I'm probably going to go... You said East also includes stuff like um, character. Yeah, so East East is cinematography, style, casting. So everything else that's not writing. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go for Northeast. Northeast? Yeah. 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 Um, For me, uh, (laughs) in case you can tell, I actually, I like this movie. Um, Just from... We could tell. Yeah, from the from a from the writing perspective, it was done really well in the sense that it was believable. Like, if mm-hmm. this movie were to be were to have been based off a true story, I would have believed it because it it plays out. It's so stressful. And I, I know, and I know, like uh, Michael, you said something about how, like, you know, him giving the opal to Kevin Garnett wouldn't make sense. Yeah. But then, when we think to like our everyday life, sometimes people do stuff, and they're like, "Wait, why did I do that?" You yeah. know, it's like. And in the heat of the moment, Damani is like stoking the flames, <laughs> and Damani's like, "Come on, man, let him hold it." You know, so it's just, there's so much going on yeah. that you just you're pressured into doing things you wouldn't originally do if you just yeah. took a deep breath and like <laughs> thought about it. Yeah, you know. Um, so I thought the movie did that really well in the sense that it really made you feel like how fast-paced Howard's life was, where like you only had a split second to think about something before you can make a decision. Um, the dynamic with his family, super great as well. I really love that. Um, where, you know, his family kind of, they're aware of everything he's doing, but they're just going along because of the whole, you know, that they're, they're relatively, he's not a religious dude, but the family in general is relatively religious. So I feel like that plays a factor into, you know, the family kind of being like, well, we're going to split up, but like, we're going to take our time with it, right? Um, yeah, and then the way it ends too, you know, the table switch on him and then he gets shot so um good way to end it kind of a shakespearean way to end it i would think uh i would give it north slightly east just because the whole grainy sequence with the club and stuff with the cinematography i don't know how i felt about it um julia fox however okay nah she she was a good actress so (laughs) she was she was pretty good um, her character was just <laughs> just actress, just a very good actress. Nothing else you want to comment about that? Her no, her acting was good. Like mm-hmm. in general, that's why she got nominated. Mm-hmm. Okay, sure. That's why she got nominated. I'm just saying, okay? sure. she's a good actress. So mm-hmm. <laughs> sure. Oh my god! What? What? You have something else to say about it? 
She's hot. Oh my god. Kay. What you thought I was going to say something philosophical? Ah, ah. The simple truth. You life. guys, you guys are the worst. Um, <laughs> really? I'm the worst, even though you come up with terrible puns. Hey, I mean, you know, aren't we all uncut gems? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, those are, <laughs> those are I thought you were going to go for a weekend pun since we're like filming or recording this on a Friday. Well, I mean, is anyone doing the weekend thing? Which weekend thing? What weekend thing? It's the weekend. Aren't you doing a weekend thing? Party at Sam's house. Everyone's invited. <laughs> Everyone's <laughs> has house party. See, the thing is, I could bring some cocaine. But okay, no. Because that's what we do on the weekends. <laughs> okay, no. Yeah, it's just going to be you and some random girl in the bathroom. Nothing will happen except no. for cocaine. And, and this Jewish guy is going to storm in and you And up. a black light. <laughs> and a Jewish oh guy. <laughs> no. Please, no. <laughs> None of that. Okay. We shall update you next uh, week. Yeah, I'll, no. I'll tell you the address. Somebody just hit me up on ID. I'll DM the address. So, no. For those of you listening, okay, all of... The people who know me, including the people in the studio, know I'm <laughs> I cannot handle large crowds. So Howard's life in general would be just hell for me. I wouldn't be able to survive it at all. Because that's just no, it's too stressful. The cocaine would help. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really good. Would. I'm good, thank you very much. Um <laughs> so, so yeah. Um next yeah. week we will be doing Birds of Prey. Yeah, it took a moment for me to remember what that was. <laughs> it's the line about Harley Quinn. Yeah, one about okay. the Harlequin. So yeah, um, I'm gonna enjoy slam dunking on that movie. <laughs> oh yeah, um, <laughs> Loki Watch Mike will be the one who loves it the most. I'm oh, looking forward to I that one too. And <laughs> <laughs> I've been taking, I've been relatively enjoying just shitting on DC left. Oh right yeah, the last, that's like, been a five running years. theme. Yeah, but they've yeah. had some decent movies mm. lately. Yeah, yeah, Wonder Woman was a fluke. Okay, I the second didn't one like Wonder Woman looks though. Oh, you didn't like Wonder Woman? No, no really? Thing. What? Like, like oh I watched the first goodness. fifteen minutes, and yeah. I'm like, I can just see where this movie is going. So, wow. I okay. Wow. I, I kind of, I kind of liked it, but okay, that's fair. Um, yeah. So, Birds of Prey next week, and yeah, thanks for listening. That those are our opinions and uncut gems. Uh, go take a look and see it. If you were as stressed out as I was, leave a comment on our iTunes um, page, uh, rate and review us, and then hopefully if you do that, then we can read your comments on the live on the next show. All right. Thank you very much, and stay tuned for next week. Until next time. Bye. Bye.